It's a me, a Rachel. It's a me, a Rachel. <laughs> Would we get canceled if we put that as the cold open? <laughs> no, because Dina's Oh, Dina's here. like Italian. Yeah. No, yeah, this is my culture. You're not, yeah. Hi, everybody. Hi, Rach. Hi. It's Feywatch. It is. It really Yay. is. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Rachel. I'm here with Will. Hey, hey Will and Dina. <laughs> hey, Rach. Sorry, my Starbucks is kicking in. I'm feeling <laughs> suddenly. I'm feeling out of control. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm very taken aback. I'm like, who is this person? <laughs> No, I think it's uh, I think it's perfect. I need the people to know. Okay, well, listen. Episode two of Fourth Watch here. Fourth Watch. What the <laughs> fuck it's called? Honestly, it's Fourth that's kind Wing, of, and it's Fay Watch. So and it Fae might Watch. be Fourth Watch. Fourth Watch. Episode two, baby. We're right in the middle of things. If we were a sandwich, we'd be in the meat right now. <laughs> I'm personally freaking to quote. Rebecca Yaris thrilled because <laughs> today I am a passenger princess. You are. I'm, I'm coming along for the ride. It's nippy outside. I want everyone to know who's listening. It's crispy outside. It's nippy outside. So I, it's fall. It's I, goth girl fall. It's giving it's goth, goth girl Christian fall. goth girl fall. Christian Goth Girl Which is the theme of the season. It's crispy. I am nestled. I'm swaddled in blankets right now. I'm (laughs) in my desk recording stew bed. And I'm a passenger princess. I got my Starbies. I'm ready to get in Dina's little car. And Dina's going to drive it. Hop in the Fiat. Hop in the little Fiat. And Dina's driving us. So Dina... You start driving. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What a beautiful metaphor. Rach, thank you so much for leading us through episode one. I know we really put you through it. I really led from behind. (laughs) (laughs) Like all of of history's greatest generals. (laughs) Right, exactly. Just know your strengths, you know? Yeah. No, but I think just to clarify, I think Rachel had a very specific experience with this book that I maintain was... Partially because of the audiobook quality. I, on the other hand, to be clear, have read Fourth Wing four times. Mm -hmm. Anytime I have a bad week or I'm sad, I just look at my little book with the Mm -hmm. little dragons on it and I say, okay, one more time. Yeah. And I pick it up and it makes me very happy. So cozy, yeah, blanket book. It really is. And I. I'm able to magically overlook pretty much everything. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we're such a we're such a because pluralistic podcast. <laughs> I know. We believe we really in pluralism. Respect. Yeah. The dragons are there and they're talking. There's like a hot shadow daddy. I'm in, I'm in all the way. Yeah. So mm-hmm. just for our listeners, don't be, you know, I know this might be a little bit of whiplash here, but it's okay. We're gonna we're all getting through it together. We're all getting through it. So with that said. We're getting dragons. Ooh. Okay. And I do want to say with all of that preamble <laughs> on the table, I'm going to add slightly more, which is to say, look, now we're really kind of, we're getting into the, again, we're in the sandwich meat and I am excited. There is some fun, like tasty meat in here. So yeah. Dragons 
among that meat. Right, exactly. <laughs> we're I would say we're all pro dragon. Okay, great. So it's threshing. Funny enough, it's also fall. It's it's crispy. It's nippy out there. You know, oh, they're getting yeah. they're going into the field. I feel like there's maybe some leaves. Who knows? And they basically have to find a dragon to bond with or die, whether by a dragon fire or each other's hands as they're fighting over the dragons. Mm-hmm. So basically, all of the cadets or whatever they're called go wander off by themselves into the forest and fields of some kind of wilderness where the dragons are. Violet is just kind of wandering around on her own, and then she spots the golden dragon. Did we mention mm-hmm. the golden dragon? You know, it's quite possible. Who can say? <laughs> who can say? There's, There's a, a tiny golden dragon, there, and it's like it rare. A tiny golden dragon. They, they're like, wow, we haven't seen a tiny golden dragon, and they never come to this part. Yeah, they're called feather tails. The dragon's not big enough to hold a rider, so it's what is it doing? Is it actually trying to bond? Nobody knows. But Violet sees the dragon, and then she hears Jake and or Jack and his friends, whatever. I just call them like Malfoy, Crab, and Goyle. Mm-hmm. Oh, basically, yeah. they're like gonna go kill the golden dragon because it's a big thing there to Why? You know, kill the weakest link. Why? Why are know. they going to kill the I the brand? <laughs> I don't understand. They're just that murderous? No, I think it's like, oh, you have to take out the weakest link because that brings us all down. But really, it's just that they're that murderous, I guess. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Violet's like, okay, well, I could at least, you know, make it there in time to warn the golden dragon so that they can fly off or whatever. And she's running through the trees and she's like, thank God I played hide and seek when I was younger. And now I'm like with really good Dane, at this. <laughs> with Dane in the woods. Mm-hmm. They just spent lots of hours alone in the woods together. <laughs> Ugh, gross. My feelings on Dane will be made clear uh, very shortly. So she goes to warn the golden dragon, but the dragon just is chilling there and doesn't seem to care at all. And then Malfoy, Crab and Goyle, aka Jack and crew, come to kill it and violet like steps out in front and basically is gonna try to fight off these three larger cadets she'd also sprained her ankle when she was running yeah natch natch mm-hmm. i mean to be honest same i would turn my ankle on a fucking heartbeat right. no forest. yeah you you famously have very weak ankles weak ankled king <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're always spraining them in gay soccer you better watch out this season <laughs> um yeah the bad boys are basically like, oh, this is a two-for-one deal. We get to murder the dragon. The super yeah. rare dragon that I'm sure, like, there'll be no consequences for us murdering. Right. And we get to murder, like, the general's daughter. Also, I'm sure there's no consequences for us murdering. Yeah, they're really fucking dumb. I don't know. I do wish there was a little bit more motivation for their hatred of Violet, but whatever. I guess it's just, oh, she's weak. Let's kill her. Fine. Yeah. Anyway, so now we got a showdown in the clearing. Oh, my God. All of a sudden, her scalp is pringling. Ooh, did you say pringling? <laughs> I did say pringling. That's not a word. Prickling or tingling? Oh, that's what I, yeah. So pringling yeah, is when, pringling, pringling is when someone like, um, crumbles some <laughs> pringles on top of your head and lets it fall on your scalp. Zayden shows up. What's he doing here? He's there with Sigal. Mm-hmm. And he's not, so nobody's allowed to be there. The upperclassmen are not allowed to help. They're not allowed to interfere. It's big rule, capital B, capital R. Right. But she fights off the guy. Zayden's narrating. He's like, look behind you. And they're like, you can't interfere. And he's like, but I can narrate. And so he's very much towing the line. And then one of them is about to kill her. 
of course, and then Zayden takes a step as if he's gonna interfere. <gasps> but, then. but then there's a giant gust of wind at her back, and what could that be except another giant fucking dragon? Wow. Wow. Apparently there's this gigantic black dragon that's been on bonded for five years since the rebellion it's like more powerful than all the other dragons and that's who Mm. lands behind her he torches one of them jack had ran away because he's a little bitch Mm -hmm. and the other one is lying down unconscious and she's like we can't kill him he's unconscious boo yeah but then it's all fine because we've you know dealt with the dumb boys and then Basically, she gets to bond the fucking strongest dragon. What are the odds? Ugh, what are the odds? And we just, we get dragon talking in her head, well, and it's and so it's, fun. He's honestly, I sort of want to, I feel like you can't have too many daddies, and I'm not sure, frankly, Zayden has earned the daddy label. No. I think mm. this is snarky dragon daddy. This is like yes. literal daddy. Yeah. Like, this isn't... He's like whatever, like centuries old daddy. or something. Yeah, yeah. but he's yeah. like also kind of fun and flirty in his own way, so yeah. I think he but has like to in be... A nor- like in a not weird way. Not in a weird way, but... No, he's just always kind of making fun of her or bothering yeah. her in like a really fun way. And like the dragons, this is my favorite thing, they're always chuffing or like scoffing. I do like the chuffs. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah. like, my dog does that. <laughs> yeah. He's very, like, curmudgeonly he's grumpy grandpa. Daddy, yeah. daddy dragon. Yeah, he's great. He has the best sense of humor of, ever, of any character in the book. Yeah. I also love, we talked about this with Crescent City, I appreciate that they're very clear that the conversation is just through their heads so that I don't have to do some weird imagining in my mind of the dragon's mouth moving. Yeah, I mean, I think definitely Andarna is, like, a wee little um how to train your dragon yeah like figure to me but so animatronic or whatever (laughs) (laughs) so she goes and gets on his back and everybody like freaks the fuck out when they see her roll up with this gigantic black dragon and also the tiny gold one she goes to give Taryn is the name of the black dragon. Taryn's name to the role keeper. And then Andarna, the little gold one, is like, you got to give them my name, too, because we're both picking you. Wow. Gasps. <sighs> Gasps across <gasps> the field. Breaking precedent. New yeah. new ground has been broke. Bonus right. dragon. Yeah. Yeah. We get a cute moment where Taryn's like, stay with the wing leader while I go talk to the other dragons. And Violet's like, oh, you mean my squad leader, Dane? And he's like, literally fucking no. Well, because, right? Because. Yeah, because. because this is the big thing here is that Taryn and Sigil, Zayden's dragon, are mated. And they're the strongest mated pair in fucking centuries. Wow. And they can't, they can't be apart for more than like three days. Codependent kings and queens. <laughs> Which almost sounds like if they can't be apart, it sounds like people might be forced yeah, like in into, a, no. into pro- proximity. <gasps> Could it into not that. Anything but that. <laughs> I have to be forced into proximity with this guy who's hot, I can't but stop thinking about naked. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Uh, and now he has to protect me. Yeah, right. Oh, there. 
don't need to be protected. That's that's the I other do. thing, right? Allegedly, if your dragon dies, you die. If the rider right. dies, the dragon doesn't necessarily die, but gets despondent really for like a while. Yeah. yeah. But and I think Taryn, because Taryn's old rider died like years ago, and he almost died. Right. Basically, if Violet dies then there's an even bigger chance that he'll die because he almost died last time. And then if he dies, Sigil dies. Right. And then if Sigil so dies, mates, Zeta dies. Mates, <laughs> mates die with each other, quite sort of Shakespearean and romantic, I suppose. And then TLDR, if one of either Zayden or Violet dies, the other one probably dies too. Correct. That's forced proximity like we've rarely seen it before, folks. Wow. Okay, we also get a really fun little love triangle fight here mm-hmm. while the dragons are out talking because Dane, like, obviously, you know, is furious with Violet, who just fucking survived and came back with two dragons. Get a fucking personality, Dane. He's trying to blame Zayden. He's like, Zayden manipulated this so that the threshing so that this would happen. And then, of course, we get our little shadow daddy like coming out of the woodwork i mean it's so funny i this i'm torn here i feel like between the two of you because part of me sort of there's some logic to dane's point of view you don't want to be bonded to a dragon such that your life will now depend on what happens to this powerful maybe rebel you know i kind of get that that's not that's not wild but it is true he has a very limited sense of Violet's abilities, which is pretty fucked up. Yeah. How much of that is him being smart about Zayden and how much of it is him just thinking she's weak and okay, no it. low stokes. Okay. But low stokes. Here's the thing. And yeah. I guess I'm probably skipping ahead a little bit, but since we're on this topic of conversation, hashtag justice for Dane. <laughs> oh um, God. Set it trending. Here's yeah, I get it trending, guys. Here's the oh, thing no. also. This is a classic thing, again, in some books that I perhaps love slightly more than this one. So am I being a hypocrite? Because I get, like, but like I'm calling it on this book and not other books. But there's this whole thing of Dane's so overprotective of me, but Zayden isn't. But like Zayden literally is also <laughs> yeah. very, okay. like, he gives her a fucking personal bodyguard detail because, by the way, she needs it. Yeah. <laughs> but she's like, nobody can, no, I can protect myself. Although, I, ju- I mean, I got skipping ahead, almost just got murdered in my sleep. How dare you? But, like, they're, they both do the same shit. This is, I'm so sorry. Okay, but, but, they do, but, they do. Okay. Multiple times if I throughout. Could, give me, give me, like, the lawyer word for what am I doing? Am I rebutting? Rebuttal. You're rebutting. Okay. They do it so differently. Zayden does things, obviously, yes, she needs protection, but he also does so much to help her prepare to be able to defend herself. His version of overprotectiveness is getting Imogen to train her to be stronger. Whereas Dane is overprotective, but is constantly trying to control her and make her decisions for her. Yeah, I think there are differences. I think there are more similarities than are often given given credit for. But Zayden is really hot and like has a good jaw and soft hair and is (laughs) tall. So does Dane. Yeah, so does Dane. Well, and so I think this will come up again uh, in maybe the next episode too, because I think what is realistic is I think we're I think actually she's about to catch the ick right here and like basically in this conversation for the first time I do think it's true that 
when you catch the ick with someone and then you're into someone, they could behave in pretty much the exact same ways and you will react very differently for them just for the reason that you've you've caught the ick. No, that's a million percent true. And Zayden, yeah. sort of sly shadow, shadow master, almost like sets up the conversation such that she'll catch the ick from Dane because because Dane obviously is like, well, the rules, whatever, the codex, one dragon per person, yada, yada, yada. And and Zayden's oh, like, yeah. Dane, <laughs> would you have broken the rules to save her from Draco Malfoy at all? And Dane's like, no, I believe in rules. I believe in rules, so I wouldn't have. Although I will say, again, Zayden took a step towards saving her, but he himself didn't exactly go out of his way to break the rules and save her and i mean he didn't show up and i don't think he was even allowed to be there i don't know man <laughs> he showed up he's telling her he's like backseat on your left he's buddy. narrating yeah. that's not helping Ugh, <laughs> uh, i think he helped i'm talking myself into justice for dane wow the hashtag justice for dane i'm like so annoyed with you too i just want to like gab with my girls about shadow daddy and no, how hot he like, is Ugh. he's hot he is hot. I'm just, I'm having a bit of fun. Every time he looks at Violet, his, like, <laughs> jaw clenches. We're supposed to think it's because he, like, hates her, but obviously it's because he's secretly in love with her. I don't, I can't talk about jaw clenching because I have a serious jaw clenching problem, so that's not going to get me in any type of mood. Oh, no. <laughs> but. <laughs> justice for TMJ, Havers. Yeah, justice for TM- TMJ, the, the concept <laughs> of TMJ. I have a lot more to say, but we'll continue. Yeah. I'll, I'll continue saying it. <laughs> okay, great. Anyway, basically, dragons come back. It turns out what they say goes, and Violet gets to keep both of her dragons, which oh. is so sick. By the way, as they're flying in or whatever before they land, after Terrence just swooped her up, he's like, you're the smartest of your <laughs> yeah. year. The most cunning. She's like, oh my god. Stop. I was no. trained as a scribe, not a writer. Oh, you're the smartest of the year. And he's like, Oh my like, god, Rach, she was feeling like she didn't deserve him and he was make her feel better. I know, but she's like, Oh, I'm the smartest of the year. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you defended the smallest with ferocity, and strength of courage is more important than physical strength. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Sorry. But the smartest I of the year thing is. I'm here alone in this moment but i know i have so many listeners at my back when i say i thought it was cute you do when rachel and i are canceled you're gonna have to continue the podcast alone. <laughs> yeah you're gonna have to continue alone when, our, when the people with pitchforks have burned our little dwellings down okay anyways on onwards okay so she gets the two dragons a couple of important things here number one they all get tattoos that's fun that's so fun. It is very fun. Some of us on this pod have 
the dragon slash wyvern tattoos. So it's like, I've been there. I get it. You know what I mean? That was like a really relatable scene for me personally. Mm -hmm. Essentially, they talk about how the risk of Violet being murdered is exponential because there are 40 something unbonded riders aka people who survive threshing but don't have dragons and basically they are all gonna want to kill her because she has the strongest dragon right and she has two that hardly seems right post threshing we get some very good fun high school scenes because there's like a change in the social order Mm -hmm. a lot of shifting right number one everybody gets their own rooms now yeah, which, just, which nice. is exciting. More sex. That's a big relief. Sex yeah. on. More sex on. There was sex <laughs> happening in the communal dorms, we were told multiple times, but now you get your own room. I like that you went to that place, Will, and I went, oh, thank God, she has her own space to like, <laughs> decompress. decorate yeah. and like, decompress. Um, but to be honest, most people are on Will's train of thought because mm-hmm. everybody is fucking. Yeah, like, everybody's fucking. Rihanna, Rihanna and just Sawyer. came out of the room with Sawyer, even though she's had this on and off thing with Tara. Social hierarchy is shifting. People are moving out of their way for Violet. And there's like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, what's happening? And then they sit down, all the little first years, at their table. And then the second and third years actually deign to sit with them and talk to them. Mm-hmm. There's Imogen, who is a rebel kid. She has half pink hair, half shaved hair. Edgy. Yeah, she's edgy. so edgy. I edgy very girl. much pictured her as, remember in the last Hunger Games when Marjorie Terrell played the videographer? Yeah. That's a good one. That's who I picture as Imogen. It's like basically that exact character, but with pink hair. Mm -hmm. And maybe, maybe literally that exact character was the inspiration. (laughs) (laughs) Who can say? Who can say? This is when Imogen tells her that she has to train with her every day. And she realizes that Zayden is basically ordering everybody to keep her alive. Right. Did you hear? Did you hear what just came out of your mouth? (laughs) But if somebody was doing that who annoyed me, I would hate it. Right. But if somebody was doing that who is hot, then that's great. And I maintain that that hypocrisy is totally fine because it's how I also live my real life. Right. It's part of being human. So Yeah. Who are we? Who are we? Who are we? Who am I? (laughs) The new challenge is about manifesting signets like a baby swan but spelled differently oh wow essentially you have to learn to physically fly on your dragon but you also have to learn how to channel magic you essentially have to wait for them to channel it to you and then you manifest a signet which is like a combination of their power and who you are last thing i will say about manifesting though is that essentially you have about six months to do it before you, like, kind of explode or, like, die a painful way or whatever. I also completely forgot to share, because I don't like him, a little bit more about the Dane situation. Because mm-hmm. he, after she got the two dragons, all of a sudden he was, like, happy for her and he kissed her. And she oh, felt yeah. nothing because she's starting to get the ick. Yeah. But she doesn't really do anything about that, which, you know, I can respect. She's like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to move on with my life. Mm -hmm. And then he comes to her being like, Violet, you know how much I care about you. And maybe one day after graduation, we could be together. But the rules, 
the rules, Violet. I have to follow them. I want to be a wing leader. Like, fucking, you want to call Violet a gunner? Like, this fucking guy's a gunner. He is a gunner. I want to be wing leader. I I can't have sex with him. I will say that, like, he... He is such a good representation of, I feel like, the psychodrama that goes on in a straight male's brain where they live out these just with no without with somehow refusing to take any inputs from the real world to see what's going to happen. They will have crafted this entire like romantic narrative in their head and then be appalled and angry when because someone else doesn't reciprocate, the entire thing gets dashed on the floor. Right. Wow, that is so true. Anyway, yeah, so whatever. She's not into Dane, and he's, I'm sure, will be a wing leader next year. Good for him. Mm-hmm. But no justice for him. Mm. Did we say he his signet? He reads minds, but only when he touches, he or he touch reads you. memories. Yeah, there are people who have done real deep dives into how many times Dane touches Violet's right. face throughout this Literally. book. And, like, I don't have the attention to detail for that, but I'm going to go with a lot. Yeah, he's always cupping her face. Also, I just, especially at this point in my life, at least, I needed as few oily hands touching my face as possible from like a skincare perspective. I'd be so mad at him for constantly cupping my face. I was going to, I thought you were going to say at this point in my life, I don't want to know what's going on in anyone else's head. Oh, I don't want to know. That's also true, frankly. Yeah, keep your memories in there. None of my business. <laughs> you know, you know what though? Dane would be really useful actually at figuring out how often boys are thinking about the Roman Empire. <gasps> yeah. Honestly, you yeah, you'd probably learn a lot about the Roman Empire just by reading boys' yeah, just thoughts. At any given time. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the assassination attempt. Please. So mm-hmm. let us remember that in article something of section something of the codex it is illegal to kill someone in their sleep it's like (laughs) the only time that you can't kill someone because it's honestly kind of a bitch move yeah it would also i feel like affect quality of sleep which is probably important yeah oh true 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 policy choice it's like a public health yeah yeah Mm. and violet sleeps in her hot dragon scale corset anyway just to be safe very uncomfortable but how fucking grimy is that thing too she literally has it on 24 7 no literally she and zayden argue about that yeah and she must have horrible acne (laughs) yeah oh you think she's like bad acne yeah she's yeah that's just not breathing how many times do you have to tell these girls you have to sleep in breathable fabrics Well, actually, as we'll get to shortly, it's probably good she doesn't. Well, yeah. She hears uh, her her dragon's voices screaming in her head, and she wakes up to find seven unbonded students in her room. And she sees Amber Mavis, who's one of the other wing leaders, run away. They try to kill her. One of them is one of the crab and... We're going to call him Crab from the Malfoy crew, Mm. who was left unconscious and threshing, who, like, tried to kill her. So he's there to kill her again with a bunch of others pretty quickly. Oren is his actual name, the guy who has been trying to kill her, has her by the throat. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden she hears Andarna's voice in her mind, and Violet feels this, like, weird channely energy in her body. And time stops. As this is happening, Zayden has, like, showed up in the rooms, like, swung open the door, crawls out from under his knife, and goes stand by Zayden. And then time snaps back into place. And then Zayden kills them all. With his shadows, which I have a gripe with, but it's fine. What, tell you me like you're great. Right about the physics of shadows. Yeah, like the whole point of shadows is they're insubstantial. Like they literally are insubstantial and they're just 
they're just there but his shadows can do whatever the fuck he like like they kill yeah, they people can also break his fall they smother flame yeah they can break his fall but the whole point of a shadow is you can't like f- you can't touch it you know that's the defining feature of a shadow well i think in the canon that is fantasy romance literature when people are talking about shadows i feel like they often are talking about some kind of dark power it's not necessarily just hiding things right like this isn't a new thing that we've seen a lot of our other shadow daddies can do things with their shadows and kill people yeah and contort them and it's more like a dark power that's a fair point i think the way they're using shadows is is less how we use it in our magicless day-to-day life After Zayden kills six people, he calls in uh, his buddy Garrick and his cousin Bodhi. Yeah. Yeah. To essentially clean up the bodies. He then starts examining Violet. He, like, needs to make sure she's okay. And so, therefore, he needs to undo her corset to check her ribs. Of course. He looks at the uh, mark of a hand on her throat, and he's kind of in a rage again. And he's like, I should have kill, killed him. I should have killed him I should have killed him slower. Which, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rachel, you love when fucking, when the hunt does this, and hunt sucks compared to Zayden. Get it fucking together. <laughs> wow, Yeah. <laughs> You might be right. I fucking supported you liking that dumb himbo. He's such I a I need himbo. your support here. <laughs> I know. I know. You're right. I should try to be more supportive. You're right. <laughs> okay, fine. Then a little bit more. She's like, oh, I guess it's fine. I just won't ever sleep ever again. You, How dare you be overprotective if you even think about sleeping that we need to sleep together for safety from now on. It's like, okay, this girl knows the tropes. Like, she knows. Oh, yeah, she's been reading. She has been reading. She's like, oh, like, literally, she's like, oh, no, forced proximity. Yeah, Yeah, she's like, I would hate it if you did that. (laughs) This thing you haven't even brought up. (laughs) Yeah, like, how dare you? Uh, Anyway, so obviously he's like, as if I don't fuck first years, not even when I was one. And she's like, who said anything about fucking? I'd have to be a masochist to sleep with you. Oh, my God. I can assure you I'm not. And then he smirks and he's like, a masochist, huh? (laughs) Yikes. You know, they're not that. They're pretty young. They're just figuring out. They're figuring out how to do this whole thing. Like, they're having little bants, and, like, everybody's embarrassing in their flirty bant. Yeah. Also, this does remind me, this is, like, this is one of his key problems, is he's not several centuries old. That is true. He's oh, far too close in age. That's the real issue with you, Rach. He's yeah. too young. I mean, that's why he's not yeah. a daddy. He's literally yeah, not literally several generations older than 23. Him. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's a great moment now that we're talking about it. This is in the next episode. But they're at some party and Violet mom refers to him as the Reorson boy. And in her head, <laughs> Violet goes, Excuse me, he's a 23-year-old man. <laughs> Which is, like, some, such something that a 20-year-old would say. Yeah. yeah. It's you know so what I mean? Like, funny. I very much remember being 20 and thinking a 24-year-old boy was the pinnacle of manhood. And yeah. now I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, I really want to now forget that he's 23. I don't think that I've been computing that in my head, and I think I'm going to continue to... Yeah, put that out of your mind. Yeah. He's been through a lot, so I suppose he's mature for his years. Yes. But he's 23. 
Okay, well, anyway, TLDR, they chat with the dragons, basically, and Darna can stop time, or now Violet can, but because she's a feather tail, it's very dangerous because it's not channeling, it's actually a gift, and, like, Violet could technically drain her of it well, and kill her, and, like, she's very tired now because using any power she's is, like, a sleepy very exhausting girl. for her. She's, she's a, a very sleepy, sleepy girl. And I think here, somewhere around here, we learn that Andarna isn't actually a different type of dragon. She's just a baby yeah, dragon. She's, she's a baby dragon. dragon. Yeah. And nobody can know, like, this is the thing, is that nobody can know that because nobody even knows what the babies look like or where they are. Right. And that would be dangerous because people would probably want to, like, try to steal them. And it's also doubly dangerous because of the whole gift thing. And so people would probably, like, hunt the babies to try to, like, steal their power. Okay, so some consequences that come post-assassination. Number one, we meet Liam, who Zayden moves into Violet's uh, squad to look after her. He's a kid of the rebellion, strongest first year in the class, adorable blonde-haired, blue-eyed boy. Consequence number two is that Zayden accuses Amber, the wing leader who broke into Violet's room, of breaking the codex. Dane is like, what? No, I don't believe you. And then Violet makes Taryn show his, her memory of it or something to, like, literally everybody there. So they all see that it was her. And then Taryn um, scorches her to death. Yeah, Rip. she loses She loses her little public trial. But da- specifically, yeah. Dane was like, I don't believe you. Let me look at your memories. Oh, yeah. Those, like, consent. reach for her. And then she's like, no, I'm going to share my memories. Like, that's a violation. I'm going to share my memories with everyone all at once just to fucking spite you. Right. But also she couldn't. I feel like she couldn't let him see her memories because then he would see the time thing. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's true. So that was like a piece of that, too. But yeah. And it's like, oh, Zayden believed me just on my word, which I'm saying like Rachel right now. But again, is a difference. Yeah. Tally that one up, guys. (laughs) Yeah. We'll concede that point. Yeah, we yeah. will. Okay, so Violet continues to be sexually frustrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, she realizes that the reason she hasn't slept with anybody else is because she has the hots for Zayden. Ugh. Cool. You don't say. <laughs> Self-aware we queen. <laughs> knew that. Her sort of pent-up sexual frustration is paralleled by her inability to manifest her magic. And they both Ooh, seem to yeah. be sort of heading towards a fever pitch. Yeah. At the same time. Very good call-out. Thanks. Well, that's, wow. that's what you call uh, literary analysis. I was just going to wow. say A plus on your essay this week. Well, that's yeah, I'm the smartest one of my year. Give me the big yeah. dragon. Mm. <laughs> you know what might help her situation? Their dragons fucking. Wow. <laughs> who who would have who would have guessed it? Honestly, I, not me. This <laughs> was this was funny. I liked this. I, this yeah, was cute. I like, it's a fun device. It was. I thought it was like original. So essentially, because you can feel your dragon's feelings and you could like hear their thoughts. One night, Taryn and Scale are like clearly having a date night or something. Oh yeah. And Violet wakes up and is filled with dragon horniness feelings. She's lustful. <laughs> she is extremely lustful. And so she flees her room because Liam's there. And she's like, oh my God, before I like do something I'm going to regret, I need to just run away and like go out into like the cold air. And she's like, before I just like climb on top of Liam. <laughs> yeah, like a tree. <laughs> like a tree. <laughs> and guess who's leaning against a wall smoking? Weed, oh, wow. I assume, right? Like, he's yeah, smoking I think their... it's like, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Churum. I mean, it's some, a little something to take the edge off. Taking the edge, right. the old edge, taking it right, right off. And he's like, first time, <laughs> first time getting horny by your dragon. This scene also, I feel like, is one that I'm going to think was really cute and you guys are going to think is annoying. But... No, I like this scene. This okay, great. He's like, do you want it? Some, like, do you want some? And he's like, or are you just here to keep arguing? In which case, none for you. <laughs> And this is when she realizes she's really obsessed with him. And she's like, no, I needed to run away before, you know, I did something to Liam. And he's like, Liam? Liam's in your bed? And he gets really jealous. Super defensive. Of his, like, best friend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, his arms wrap around her waist, steadying her. And he decides he's going to teach her to shield. He's like, you have to block them out. He's like, can you just ask me nicely? And then they're, like, (laughs) kind of arguing. And he's like, no, I need you to say please. He also, he definitely has a point. She just goes to automatic, like, sassy girl every time they talk. And he's like, can you just maybe not every time? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know, basically the lust overtakes them and then they're making out. And he's like, oh, fuck it. Yeah. They're like, well, we tried. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, he's like, I don't want. Well, I guess this is why they stop. He's like, I don't want the first time to be, like, the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to be under the influence of dragon the first time we yeah, fall. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> okay, A-plus things about this scene are that he lifts her up and, I think, like, plays her against the wall. Let us, yeah, I feel like we haven't talked about it this episode. Big height difference. Big Huge. height difference. Like a kind of very constant thing to be aware of. Right, yeah, and so I think instead of straining his neck, he was probably like, oh, it's probably better chiropractically if I just grab mm-hmm. her ass and lift her up and put her against the wall. Wait, so is she, like, is she, like, her feet are, like, dangling? No, I think they're, they're like, wrapped, wrapped around, around his waist. Wrapped around <laughs> Her feet are dangling. What do you think? Like, he's just, like, she's just, like, dangling. No. Like, her legs are, like, like kicking. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're wrapped around. Um, Rachel, I'm so sorry, but I am going to just do this to you. Okay. You might think this is this is a less hot piece of the scene. You know, at some point he kisses her harder. He claims every line and curb of her mouth. Oh, yeah. That was just like, what? I'm sorry. Rachel's every famous line, love How many of lines kissing? are in your mouth, by the way? <laughs> like, every line and curve. Okay. <laughs> Um, there was some other. There was some other. I, I should have written it down. In this book, there's a couple offensive um, yeah. kissing things. Yeah, don't worry, I got them for you. <gasps> oh great. god, thank good, you. Good, good. I really enjoy making Rachel feel really uncomfortable about the French kissing thing. Rachel's visceral reaction to French yeah, it's kissing. so fun. Okay, well. I won't get into too much more of that for your um, sanity, Rachel, but I will say that one other thing that happens while they're making out is that all of a sudden there's thunder and lightning in the sky. Snunder. Yeah. Which sounds fun. <laughs> that does Snow sound thunder. Fun. Hello. Like, spoiler alert, like, this is her channeling. Yeah. But wow. she doesn't realize it yeah. at this point. Then, importantly, he takes on a more active role in training her, and this is what I alluded to before, he makes her a set of knives that are, like, better suited to her small hands. And he, they have this whole moment where she has to take them off of him to, like, earn... Because you have to, like, oh, earn your yeah. knives. I mean, he's, like, he's, like, pinning her to the ground over and over again. And it's, like, ugh, everyone's watching, like... Everybody's oh, watching them in the sparring ring, like, I could, basically. I could like, take you right now. Like, that kind of vibe, <laughs> you know? And they're basically saying that stuff to fuck with him. And it's incredible. I think everybody's standing around them being, like, should... Should we leave? 
we are yeah. we are i think i think living in these modern days so deprived of the absence of sparring because like we we've never had the opportunity to like spar with a romantic interest in a, such a way that they will like pin you to the ground and like you know like that's like that's true i guess i we did. don't really I get sparred that. with people but i wasn't crushing on any of them so when did you spar when i did boxing in college oh I guess you did spar, but that's not a that's not a pinning someone on the ground sparring. That's the only one yeah. that really matters. Yeah, 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 yeah. True, true, true. It was yeah, like I MMA. It, it's like wrestling seems like that, you know. Yeah, I yeah. guess like yeah. Don't like boys in high school when they're like doing their wrestling. Certainly, there's some like homoerotic stuff going on there. I think the whole point is that yeah, we can't <laughs> we can't speak further on this. <laughs> no, I I cannot. Okay, so again, you know, we're left wondering what's going to happen with Violet and Zayden. Certainly nothing. Who knows? Sexual tension Mm -hmm. out the wazoo. And then there's a little squad battle thing. I guess they're like battling it out to see who's going to be the best squad. And they have to do this uh, like scavenger hunt, basically. Yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. Violet's squad goes to steal something from her mom's office and... They, you know, they use all their powers, that girl's, like, astral projecting, blah, blah, blah. They, like, steal some map of all the outposts, and they, like, win this big squad battle, which is super exciting because it means they're going to go visit an outpost, like, a real-life outpost where real soldiers are. Funny enough, the outpost that they happen to go be visiting is the one where Mira is, Violet's sister. Oh, it's her sister. I love that for her, honestly. It's Yeah, you get to, like, see. yeah. So they get to go fly off to that outpost and it's like, oh, wow, like Taryn and Scale are going to be away from each other. I wonder like how long they can be away from each other. It's been two days. And then like Zayden like shows up and he's like, yeah, you know, it's about about, about, like two days. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) So he also has to be the outpost because of the mating and because of the plot. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's. That's where we leave things. We've got dragons. We've got powers. We've got sexual tension. What more could you want? Me, nothing. You guys still some things. But that's fine. That happens. I we mean, like we, it. We all want sex. Yeah, we all. Which is forthcoming. It's forthcoming. First, we have to, we, I think, first we have to sort of see what else happens on this little field trip. Right. And then we get to the good stuff. Thank you all for listening. No thank yous to Will and Rachel, who just refuse to be on my side. But thank you to everybody listening who is on my side. Know that we stand together. Just know that if if you are going to, like, whatever, TPR house or, like, burn it to the ground, I'm actually about to move in with Dina. So, like, you will take, <laughs> yeah. you will take her out if you take me. So just dwell on whether that's worth it. Keep oh, yeah. Don't do that. In mind. Yeah. Don't burn down our cute new apartment, but do share any comments, ratings, thoughts in defense of me personally. But like five star in defense. And speaking of which, may we give a few. Oh, please. Uh, at least one cheeky shout out. Oh, we love a cheeky shout out. We must give a cheeky shout out to Rockaline, who can say Rockline, who. Gave us a sweet little review on Apple, our little queen or king, <gasps> monarch, whomstever you are. Again, we're not going to read the whole thing. It'll be weird and embarrassing, but she did say that we're lovable. Aww. And that, for us, made it, all of this worth it. That's, That's all we really so want. so many therapy sessions. Before, Thank you be so lovable. much. Before they heard our 
are sort of bickering on this episode. Though, right, so. exactly. <laughs> but once upon a time, we were lovable. Perhaps we still are. Who could say? And so thank you so much. Thank you. That made us really happy. We love you, Monarch Rockalin. Okay. Yes. Uh, I think that's about it. So we'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Okay. Bye, y'all. Bye.